Well, hello, listeners. This is Southern Guy. Today we're doing something special. We're participating in this year's Operation Switcheroo. What is that, you might ask? Well, it's an annual event where similar independent podcasts pair up and post an episode on each other's feeds. This allows each show to get the word out to more listeners. Our partner this year is the entertaining news podcast, The Ever-Trending Story, hosted by Frankie and Garrett. Each episode, they write a fictional story based on various trending topics. We'll be back next week with a new episode of This Week Today. But in the meantime, stand by for a recent episode of The Ever-Trending Story. And of course, thank you to Moxie LaBouche of the podcast Your Brain on Facts for being the mastermind behind this terrific event. And now, please enjoy The Ever-Trending Story. Take it away, Frankie and Garrett. Crimes that keep their secrets will unfold behind the clouds. And there upon a rainbow is the answer to an ever-trending story. Hello and welcome to the ever-trending story. We put the new in news. My name is Garrett and with me is Hurt Mouth Frankie. <laughs> Hurt Mouth Frankie. Hey guys. Hurt Mouth Frankie. So just to uh, just to fill you in on that, Frankie decided to go get some wisdom teeth ripped out of her jaw. So <laughs> she is bearing with the pain and she's recording an episode because she loves y'all. Mm, and you. <laughs> And me. Well, love I love you guys you too. and also love my co-host. <laughs> we have a terrific story for you that once we started writing, it took such a weird turn that I was really excited <laughs> for. And then when I passed it over to Frankie, she was like, is this what you wrote? And I said, absolutely. And she goes, all yes. right, I'm in. <laughs> so, Dude, it's so good. <laughs> so we will get into that. So the the genre for the story uh, since we started a new one this week, uh, was cop slash police. Mm-hmm. And when we get started, you will hear what direction I decided to take this in. Uh, so before I do that, Frankie, if you would be so kind as to go over the trends from our last week's story. Yes, absolutely. And I love these trends. It was such a good week. We have um, dead groundhog, damaged painting, wax figure, wolf, Moonfall, Hostage Woman, Super Bowl, and Valentine's Day. And Garrett, you will take it away. So, the groundhog's dead. Barry took a long drag on his cigarette. He kept the smoke in his mouth for a few beats and exhaled it sharply. The cold air welcomed the poison and carried it far into the sky, only to make it disappear into nothing. The ash from the cigarette dropped onto the snow, blending in amongst the dirt. The butt soon followed, and a black-furred paw smashed it into the ground with a twist. 
The badger stood above the body. He stared in disbelief. Mel was his best friend, and now he lay lifeless in the forest on the edge of town. A bullet wound in his heart was caked in blood, and the snow under him was red. His eyes were still open, and Barry felt the vacant stare burning in his direction. He stared back, hoping for an answer, only to get nothing. He's been here since moonfall, a voice from behind Barry said, interrupting the staring contest. The border collie was holding a small notepad and a pen, and the notepad was scribbled with haphazard penmanship. Barry, if you need time, take it. This is not easy for anyone, but we know how close you two were. Barry turned his head towards him. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate it. But it's more important I figure this out before we have to do this again with someone else. Any prints out here? The snow should have helped us. His voice trailed off as he looked around, hoping to find a trail. Jeff shook his head. Nothing conclusive, no. They had a snowmobile and came out here to just dump the body. We sent a team to follow the trail, and we were waiting to hear back. Okay. Anything else? Barry lit another cigarette. No, sir. Alright. Get Mel to the station to be processed so we can catch this son of a bitch. Barry stood in the forest, listening to the wind as the dispatchers cleaned the scene. Jeff barked at the others on site to keep quiet. Jeff knew Barry liked to work in silence. How could someone bring themselves to hurt the old hog? He had just predicted six more weeks of winter and the town was buzzing with excitement. Barry looked around once more to see if he could spot any more clues. Broken branches? None. Prints? None. Food crumbs? None. Not even a clue as to where the weapon could have been either. Barry started to tear up in his left glass eye. The wetness brought about a pain that he couldn't bear at the moment. He decided to call it a night and burrowed into the snow. Digging his way home, he still couldn't imagine a creature that could do such a thing. The 99-acre woods was such a safe forest. Best forest in all of Wyoming. Rated 10 years in a row for safest place to raise your cubs. Barry got home around 8 o'clock just as his husband was putting down the kids. George, I'm home. Did you, uh, did you catch the noose? George came in, hair tussled about. One kid hung on his shoulder, swaddled with a bottle. Another kid tugged at his fur as his knee was begging for him to read him a bedtime story. I just caught the early evening news, something about an old wolf lady keeping her granddaughter hostage? No, that was the next town over. Old Red has been tricking her grandbabies for years. News sources just don't have anything to report on anymore. Alright, sit down. This may come as a shock. George placed the fur baby into a tableside crib. He hurried the little one out of the room, shouting at him, I'll be there shortly to read your story. Make sure your sisters brush their claws. What is it, my honeybee? Barry looked George dead in the eyes, embracing for his reaction. They found Mel murdered by the old oak tree near Deer's Crossing. One hole in his heart. Found him this morning. They're saying it could have possibly happened last night around moonfall. George couldn't help but gasp. He put his claws around his husband and held him for a moment. He knew how much his partner meant to him, and being lead detective, he knew Barry wouldn't rest until the case was solved. For the first time that day, Barry had finally felt some sense of relief being in George's arms. He pulled away, still waiting for George to say something. George simply said, I know how much he meant to you, and I'm sorry you're having to go through this, especially being the lead detective in town. 
Do you have any leads? Barry looked around the room, stood up. He made sure that all the log windows were tightly shut. He sat down again next to his husband. I have a few. Barry's mind was plagued with nightmares that night as he tried to sleep. His body was anything but still. George was bumped awake, and in his half-sleep, he tried to console his husband. The night terrors were nothing new to their relationship, but tonight's activity was the worst it had ever been. Barry was walking through the forest where he found Mel. The trees were tall, almost endless, and they were all over. They even looked identical. Barry's mind was racing. Nothing felt right about this. He saw himself in the third person, and everything was in slow motion, but felt like he was moving and fast forward. He walked between the trees, feeling out of sorts as he zigzagged between each one. His head started pounding as he moved, and then he blinked. All of a sudden, he was right at the body. He looked down, hesitation slowing his head, and his gaze met Mel's eyes. He looked like a wax figure laying there. The features were there, but something was abnormal. He put his hand out to touch him, and was greeted, with Mel reaching up to him. The grip was tight and painful. Barry looked at Mel's face, and saw two black, lifeless eyes staring back at him. His mouth snapped open, and a droning growl escaped, piercing his ears. A scream ripped through the silence in the bedroom. Barry fought the sheets and sat up, with George panicking next to him. Barry! Barry, I'm here! It's okay! It's okay! You're having a nightmare! Come here! Barry's breathing was fast and intense, and he started crying. He fell into George's embrace and let it all out. Barry's sobs were heavy and painful, and George felt helpless as he tried to console his spouse. He didn't know what to say. He'd never lost anyone in his life aside from his grandparents, but he was a baby, too young to have any memories with them. He started crying, his voice catching in his throat as he tried to calm the situation. Barry slowly raised his head and looked at George. He was coming down, and once he was able to breathe normally, he spoke. George, Mel was in my nightmare. He grabbed my arm, and when I looked in his eyes, he screamed. Not at me, but the... The scream, I could, I could feel it in my heart. We were in the forest, but it looked like a damaged painting or something. Everything felt familiar, but different. It was surreal, and maybe my mind was trying to tell me something. I don't know, I just, I just can't believe he's gone, and I need to figure out who's behind this. George inhaled and exhaled quickly. Barry, I know this is extra hard on you. Look, it's going to be Valentine's Day on Monday, and the Super Bowl's tomorrow. I know you're excited for that. Try to focus on the positive. I know you. You will get to the bottom of it. I just know it. But I need you here, too. For the kids. For me. For us. Don't get lost in the rabbit hole. Take what time you need to cope, and remember we are here for you. Follow your leads and that intuition of yours, and you can save everyone else. Do it for Mel. George kissed Barry on the forehead and held him, brushing his head until Barry was asleep. After this weekend, he wasn't sure if he'd ever have this Barry again.
end of part one. A sad story. Right? <laughs> Jeez. Let me just dry my tears real quick. <laughs> you know, oh, you, you gotta have it. a you gotta have a little bit of intrigue and, and heartbreak with a story like this, and then you gotta, you know, wrap it all up with happiness at some point. At some point. At well, some point. we don't know about that. It depends on who takes that route. <laughs> that is very true. I mean, we've we've been known to break the mold a time or two with our storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously uh, as you can hear from from this one i took it into the direction of having animals instead of people yes it gives me very zootopia vibes when i was reading it you know yeah and it, it was between that well, like with the police stuff and then i also was kind of thinking of like the fantastic mr fox kind oh, of in, yeah. in that kind of style okay is yeah. that a wes anderson film yes it is Okay, I can see that too. Yeah. Maybe a mix of both. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just wanted to, to take it in a different direction. Something, um, I would say, out of the ordinary, but because of Zootopia, you know, where it's a police, you know, type story with animals, it kind of fits in with that. But it's not something every day that you see. Um, I didn't really have and too many... And the badgers many... are gay. <laughs> yes, and the badgers are gay. That was, that was a... Uh, surprise for me when I was when I was reading your part all of a sudden I was going through and uh, I was like because I, I read it and as I was go, you know I was going through it and then I re- got to the point where it was like where man my brain is just broken right now no you're fine it says something along the lines of um like just as his husband was putting down the kids that that's what it was and I'm like wait did I miss something and I mean obviously I'm totally okay with any lifestyle, any preference, any gay of that badgers. kind of stuff. And I, I appreciate the gay badgers. It just wasn't what I was expecting reading this, but I appreciate you going to that. And I think they're adorable. It is adorable. <laughs> and that, that's why I wanted I'm to, so... <laughs> that's why I wanted I'm to keep, to like... uh, um, I'm sorry. We, we just keep Go talking ahead. over each other. Um, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. You know, you, you had them already established as a family, which I thought was, was a great representation. And I just wanted to keep that going, which is why at when I was writing the very end part to just bring it kind of back to them just fighting to fix this for everybody and be there as a present person for everybody. So I appreciated you, yeah. you taking the story in that direction. Of course. I tried to like fit in that they have a lot of kids. Was that noticeable? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Because um, I feel like those forest animals always have like, 20 kids <laughs> yeah the, the ones that survived and then you know the ones that didn't they ate um <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's it's such an interesting thing that animals do that too they're just like they'll have a litter of animals and they're like ah, oh, this one's not gonna make it and they just eat it oh god well you gotta get your food somewhere right yeah <laughs> so just, if you could eat one of your five dollars oh that's mm, we won't answer that because they may listen <laughs> oh, tiniest one i love all kidding. i love all my children equally um, Which cat would I eat? <laughs> there you go. I would eat Zen. Zen would be the first one to die. He is the really? he is the okay. dumbest cat. Is I don't he really? I, yeah. Like yesterday, I don't know what it was, but I like I brought something out to the garage and opened the door, and he just zipped out into the garage. And I'm like, hey, Jesus, I'm done. I'm done trying to to save his life, and right? I just shut the door. We have, our garage is closed, but it's just it's not yeah. insulated or anything, so it's cold. It's like ten degrees yeah. in there. 
So about There's half probably an hour. something in your garage? <laughs> maybe. About half an hour passed, and all of a sudden I hear little uh, claw marks on the on the doorknob. So I went and let him Ready in. Ready to come in? But then the other thing, too, is like we have this big dog that loves yeah. to play. And she loves playing with Zen. So what she'll do is she'll pound him down to the ground nicely. She's yeah. not super aggressive. And then she'll just, like, bite his head. And just like, like she will not let go, and then shake it a little bit, and then will just lay there, just like with his head, and she'll pull. Just not on trying it. to get out. Yeah, he just he will not try to get out. It's the dumbest thing. That's kind thing. of funny, dude. <laughs> um, oh god, the way animals play, it's great. Right. Anyways, <laughs> um, I think overall, I didn't have any issue writing this. I think this was just such a fun story. Um, a little easier to write than than a western for me. So I just. I just was yeah. able to like, crank this out pretty easily. <laughs> Did you have any problems at all? Um, no. I still like in my head don't really know who who did it, you know. But we, I guess, we'll see in part two. Like, I don't really have an idea. Do you have an idea? I have a few. No. Uh, okay. Well, that's <laughs> I, what I really he says, don't. And yeah. That's, you know. <laughs> I really don't have a, a solid idea on where I'm going with this, and we'll we'll kind of see with with our trends what we have where that will bring the story for the potential yeah. conclusion we'll have to see how it goes okay so all right awesome well with that story out of the way we'll have part two the next time we record our show uh, we're going to step away for just a moment and then we will be back with our updates on our lives and then the trends for the next story stay tuned <laughs> Hey, this is Russ. This is Kyle. This is Michelle. From the Infectious Groove Podcast. Join us every Monday for the most fun you can have with a music podcast. The Infectious Groove Podcast uses a positive and fun approach as we take time every week to share our jammy jams, then dig into a thought-provoking topic discussing all decades and genres of music. You can find the Infectious Groove Podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can head to infectiousgroovepodcast.com to find us there and subscribe. We might have a controversial opinion here or there, but we always have fun with it. Oh, I'm sure I'll say something dumb. Subscribe to the Infectious Groove Podcast, part of the Odd Pods Media Network. All right, and we are back. We are NFT free, and... <laughs> Where'd you pull that from? I don't you know. You don't know that. I could have I one. don't know. I'm hitting the wrong button, too. I'm just screwing all of this up. Oh, my Lord. Uh, what's shaking? What's happening? What's the word? What's the word? What is the word? Do you do you know uh, honestly know what an NFT is, and do you have any? It's a non fungible transaction token. Right? No, huh? Non fungible token. Token. Damn, yeah. dude. No, I don't have one of those. Okay. Do I? I barely even have a bank account, Garrett. <laughs> Much less an NFT. I don't, I don't no, have any do either. You have one? No, I. I tried paying attention to what it was, and then on my radio show, they they talked. Someone called in, and they're like, "Oh, NFTs or this, this, this," and I was oh listening, God. and my brain <laughs> was short circuiting because uh-uh. I was not following. From from basically from what I gather, it's a picture that's on the internet that someone can own the rights to, basically, and you're not supposed to use them. So without basically, paying like for copyright. It. Yeah, copyright on an image, which you're already not supposed to do anyway, and people are just making weird stuff and selling the nfts companies are giving away nfts i think it's just i don't know i don't think it's going to catch on as as well as they wanted it to 
NFT more like not for me. (laughs) 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 Nope. I'm out. Oh, boy. Uh, So, anything exciting going on in your life? Um, my mouth hurts. Yes, we we touched on that in the beginning where you had your You're wisdom like, teeth yeah, out. Yeah, we said that already. <laughs> no, that no, I just wanted you to kind of elaborate no. on that because uh Oh yeah, of course. So when when you first said you were getting your teeth out, I just assumed because I've had this done, I had all four of mine taken out in one shot and you said that you did not and that seems strange to me. Okay, so I'll explain why. When I went to the so I went to the dentist originally in January because I was having mouth pain on my right side. Mhm. And I knew that it was wisdom teeth related because you can physically feel it like with your tongue. Like you can be like, oh, that's that's part of my wisdom tooth. Right. Yep. So I go in and she does the x-ray and she says that my right side teeth have come in. And the the way that the right side was in that my gum was like kind of like going over it or something. So it was being infected. That's why my right side was hurting so much. Sure. Yes, buddy. Weasel (laughs) would like to be a guest. And then the left side, the left bottom one, is actually, like, hitting a nerve. And so if she took that one out, it would be, like, a longer process Oh, sure. And so I was like, well, the left side doesn't hurt at all. You know what I mean? But the right side hurts, so let's get that out. Yeah. And so I just wanted to deal with that. Anyways, um, my recovery has been really crappy because I'm still in pain and I'm on day, like, five or something. And you're supposed to heal within, like, three to four days. Yeah. So she thinks I might have a another infection, which is great. I'm just prone to infection. Yay. Good times. Good times. Good times. And then next week I'm going on vacation, which is the, the ninth is when I'm leaving. No. Yeah. The ninth. And I'm like, am I going to be better before then? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. You don't want right? to have a, have a lame vacation. Where are you going? If you don't mind sharing. We're going to Portland, Maine. Come here, buddy. Come here. I'm sorry. My cat is annoying me. So it's going to be our one year anniversary on the 15th. Nice. And we were originally going to go to Japan, which I told you about. Yeah. But then they canceled our tickets because Japan doesn't let anybody in or out still because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) we're just like, so I'm on this website. And I and I signed up for it like about a year ago, and it's called Scott's Cheap Flights, which sounds sketchy, but it's actually pretty legit. And hey, people... you want a cheap flight? Go to Scott's Cheap Flights. <laughs> right? <laughs> you do the voice so well. Actually, the guy that I talked to sounded like that. I'm just kidding. Um, you go to this website, and it's basically like people that find Google flights for cheap, and mm-hmm. they will like email you about it when it happens. And so when our tickets got canceled, me and Quincy just sat down and we just looked through this website and we were like, well, what place sounds interesting? We couldn't go out of the country because Quincy doesn't have his passport because of some cancellation shit. So it's kind of nice that we didn't go to Japan. And so we were like, where can we go in America? We didn't want to go anywhere like Florida or the coast or anything like that because it's spring break and we don't want to deal with, you know, 21 year olds. That sounds like (laughs) hell. So yeah, I get that. Right. (laughs) <laughs> so Maine popped up and we were both just kind of like that sounds really fun and the tickets were super cheap so we just bought them on a whim to be honest now you live in Texas yeah that's also what I was going to tell you about I was going to tell you this in the beginning are you gonna, are you going to talk about weather I was going to say and you're going to Maine yeah. <laughs> listen in March yeah 
So we've been doing research on the weather. They are right now, I want to say, on the tail end of, like, a blizzard. Yeah. Where it was, like, negative 13 or some shit, and there was, like, snow everywhere. Yeah. I don't even know why we're growing. So. But it's kind of okay, because we looked at the weather, and it's going to be, like, mid-40s with sunshine. Sure. When we're there. So let's just hope that it stays like that. Okay. There's like two or three days where it's going to rain, but we can still find something to do. Yeah. 40s isn't bad. As a Texan, I can deal with like sunshine in 40s. Yeah. No, that's that's totally you know? fine. Yeah. That's not too bad. So we'll see. <laughs> I don't, I'm kind of worried about that blizzard that just happened, though. <laughs> they have you been know? they've been sweeping like crazy. Like we have had just awful weather here every weekend. It's like, oh, here comes really? another one. Oh, here comes another one. Oh, and like, just enjoy your life, you know? Like, yeah, between yesterday and today, it was nice enough where the sun was out and it was like, oh, nice. 25 degrees. So we could yeah. go outside in like a t shirt and we could like yeah. oh, scrape gosh. the ice off of our driveway and our sidewalks. It was glorious. Oh, my gosh. So this weekend, I was actually going to ask you, um, are, do you have any recommendations on clothes? <laughs> Uh, I mean, you can't go wrong with a hoodie. Yeah, I think I'm going to, I'm going shopping this weekend. Some, some um, type of wind resistant jacket. A yeah. bean, I would suggest a beanie. And Just, earmuffs. One of my friends, shout out to Allison. She was like, she went to Montana, I want to say like last month. And she was like, the, my earmuffs saved me. And I was like, oh, okay. But I don't, didn't even, wouldn't even think about that. There you go. Beanie and earmuffs. Yeah. So cool. I'm excited. We'll see. We uh did you know this is a little fact of the day. Did you know that 90%? Now think about that. That's a lot. 90% of the nation, which is America, their lobster comes from Maine. 90%. That's a lot. That that's means a, that's that a lobsters lot of lobster. are like just living on the street smoking cigarettes. Probably our hotel receptionist is probably a lobster. Maybe he's the one who killed Mel. Tim Curry is a lobster. <laughs> Boy, if I was any better at a at a Tim Curry impression, I would have busted one out. But I cannot. Oh, you can do Nigel. Come on, him. I know you can do Nigel Barnberry. May, I may be smashing. Like, just say smashing. Smashing. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. All right, that's How's all. Your I got. life. What's shaking in your life? Oh, um, let's see here. Do I have anything exciting? Smashing. Uh. Well, I guess the only thing that's of note is that as of Monday, which is the official day, I suppose, um, I am going to try to take better care of myself as a person. Um, Good. <laughs> so we, I made some meals prepped for me because I'm really bad at bringing food to work and eating, and I work at a vending company, so it's real easy to just grab, you know, candy and chips and pop and just go to town and then feel like crap the rest of the day um so i actually brought meals with and i found out exactly how bad i am at eating because i ate like my breakfast which consisted of two eggs and like some bacon which should have been Uh like enough but i ate all that and i'm like i need more and i need sugar in my body now like i was having such a hard time between yesterday well, and yeah, today. Was, so it was yesterday that you started it? Yeah. Ugh. There's like, I bet your body's just in shock. Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah, because I, I was a pretty heavy energy drink person and stuff. And I haven't had any of those like since Friday. And so I'm 
pretty sure my body is just going through withdrawal of caffeine. I have been having coffee, but it's just not good coffee. Here's the, here's the thing I want to say, because you and I talked about this while we were, um, before we were actually recorded. Pre-recording? Yeah. PR? We have a Keurig machine at work. Does anybody have a recommendation for a Keurig flavor that doesn't taste like shit? <laughs> Because I have yet to find one that I can tolerate having more than like an eight ounce cup of because I I like coffee. I like black coffee uh, when I make it at home. I could drink my whole 12 cups of coffee at home without a problem. But when I have... What do you make? Uh, so I have a caribou like flavor. It's uh, uh. vanilla hazelnut or something. It's kind of a combo flavor. It's really good. But I know how to, like, make it at home where I, like, can enjoy it. I don't know who is making these Keurigs, but to (laughs) me, it's like they took the inside of, like, an old coffee pot with, like, a scraper and just scraped all the burnt (laughs) crap off the inside and then just melted it. And they're like, here's your coffee. It's like a diner or, like, a gas like a truck stop but worse and i've tried the caribou ones caribou coffee i've tried the starbucks coffee i've tried other flavors nothing works for me so if you guys have any recommendations on like a a nice mild cup of coffee from keurig please send it my way so i can make it through this without going back to energy drinks because i don't want to die okay so ask how much Cups of coffee do you drink a day? Okay, so... You act like you drink it every, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> I can I can go through some coffee like crazy. So, like, really? on, on the weekends when I make a pot of coffee, if I make it Saturday morning, it's gone by, like, Saturday afternoon. Okay. What? At like work... too bad? Yeah. A, a full pot? Well, yeah, when I'm at work, okay. I'll make, like, my, my eight-ounce one and wait for it to, to cool down a bit because that's right. my other problem is when you make a Keurig cup of coffee, it's the temperature of the sun. Literally. And like. I, I'm i not old enough where I've lost all the the feeling in my mouth. Ladies. uh, So... I still want to be able to drink the coffee and not burn all my nerve endings off. Insides. Yeah. I so mean, I- without a gallbladder, I can I can see how this could be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hashtag 2021. Right. What a year. And we're already kind of following it because we've had some storms. You're going on vacation. Wisdom tooth removal. Got Wisdom that. tooth removal. We're just doing it, man. Just getting everything out. Um, okay, other, so other than that, I don't think I've got anything hold else. Hold on, we're so. still talking about coffee. Okay, we're back not to coffee. moving on yet. Okay. I'm trying to figure this out. When you go to work, how many hours do you work? I work nine hours. How many cups of coffee do you have in nine hours? Um, See, now this is, it's hard to judge because between yesterday and today are like the only days I've actually done this. I've had like a cup and maybe a couple sips of a second one, but I've been really trying to drink water. Now, if you look on the and camera, I've got this this jug of water that's got like holds like a gallon of water. Oh, nice! I try to drink this before I'm done with work. Is there a thermos that you can buy and you can drink and you can use that for make your coffee in the morning at home? That's good coffee, and then bring that to work and it stays hot. That is actually a really good idea that I really I haven't want, put a lot of I thought into. 
you. Oh, thank you. Another thing would be, why did you give up energy drinks? Like, is it because you're drinking the bad ones? Because there are good energy drinks. Uh, it's more for the fact that I really shouldn't have to rely on energy drinks to live. Yeah. And true. I'm that's trying to get to that point where I can just, here's my problem is like right now, technically I should be in bed eight minutes ago and like I'm asleep. So no, it's, it's okay. It's my, it's my fault. Um, my plan is I had to switch my work hours. So now I work, I work six to three Monday through Thursday. And then Friday I go in for four hours whenever I get up to when mm-hmm. I'm done. But That's not too bad. Okay. No, but my, my original schedule was to try to get there as early as possible. So I was trying to get to work mm-hmm. at like four. And it seemed yeah. like no matter how much sleep I got when my alarm would go off, I would either just snooze it without even waking up or turning it off. And then I'd yeah. be late for work. So now I have my alarm clock outside of the bedroom. So I have to get up and turn it off. Mm-hmm. But I'm still tired even getting up and doing that. And I shouldn't feel like that in the mornings. Right. So I'm trying no, to solve I mean, this problem I, I of think... being tired. I think honestly, unfortunately, every every human is like that at those hours of the day. See, and that's not how fair. far is your work? It's ten minutes away. Why do you get? Why do you want to get there at four? Because we have a lot of stuff that needs done right away in the morning. Oh. And my my other coworker, he gets there about two a.m. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're like a news anchor, right? <laughs> um. Damn, dude. But I, I'm okay working the six to three because I can at least get cl- there close to six. But I yeah. still, like, if I go to bed at 10 and wake up at 5, that's 7 hours. I should that feel should be okay. better after sleeping for 7 hours. And I know it's probably going to take some time, but I'm not feeling that way yet. Mm-hmm. But I want to be able to just, like, wake up, get ready for work, get to work and work, and then I'll stop and have, like, a breakfast or whatever, and then... Continue, because that was my other problem, too, is I don't eat, like, meals. Like, when I, when I, on, through the week, all I eat is junk food until supper time, and then I have supper here, and then I eat, like, nacho chips before I go to bed, because I'm a pile of crap. Yeah, I definitely think that, you know, changing your diet will help with the energy thing. I think that one thing that helps me when I wake up in the morning is the first thing I do is I drink water, Mm -hmm. and it's like an ice cold, like dunk some ice cubes in that water because that cold water is really going to shock you and just be like, okay, I'm here, you know, cold water's in my system, and that will wake you up for at least like 10 minutes to get your at least body and blood flowing. (laughs) Yeah, and and that's something I've read too that you're supposed to do is is drink like water right when you wake up. Immediately Um, when you wake up, before you even brush your teeth, like all of that. That really helps me. And I, I saw a, a TikTok where a guy was like, you should actually drink a whole bunch of water right before you go to bed and you should take I do that too. <laughs> and you should take um some type of supplement. I don't remember what it is off the top of my head. Ugh, and he goes, yeah. If you take if you take this before you go to bed, after drinking a whole bunch of water, your body will get used to not waking up to pee. And then okay. the the um the supplement will actually whatever it does in your body will work best at night. So when you wake up, you will have more energy. Mm. But I haven't tried that yet. You don't have a gallbladder. No, I maybe it's maybe that's I'm just screwed for life. (laughs) Just kidding. Sorry. (laughs) It's fine. We'll Uh, find some solutions for you, bud. Try the water thing, though. Yeah. (laughs) See, the problem is I can't really keep water by my bedside because I have animals that like to mess. Yeah, too many. So I got to figure that out. Um, 
but it's a work in progress. If you guys have any tips or whatever, like feel free to send them my way too, because I need all the help I can get because I am just tired of feeling like crap all the time. Feeling like like crap. But you know, I'm very proud of you. Like that's an awesome thing to do. I was going to tell you too, and this might be something that you can do later on down the road when you stay on your health journey, Mm -hmm. but me and Quincy recently have started like counting what we eat. And that really helps to be aware of like what you can have and, it takes a lot of work and there's a lot of apps for it that can help you. But yeah. it really helps in knowing like what you're eating and what you're kind of like missing. Mm-hmm. So we, I don't know, that's an idea. When Kayla and I did keto last year, we downloaded this app yeah. and like paid for it. And you were like scanning uh-huh. barcodes and putting stuff in and it. Yeah, that's what the, we do. The problem is it just became such a chore because some stuff wouldn't show up and then you had to enter it in. And it was like, I'm too lazy for this. I just know yep. <laughs> I know I'm close. So I'll just stop. Um, but we did well That's on our keto thing. when we did that last year. So we're kind of doing low carb and not, not zero carb because I need bread. I don't care. I'm eating yeah. bread. I'm bread eating is... toast. You know what my doctor told me the other day because I was talking about, sorry, we're still on this. I was talking about like my weight and how I want to like get in shape before I start trying to have a baby. And she t- gave me a really good tidbit of information. When we have three meals a day. She said, yes, cutting out carbs is very hard. However, what you can do is just have carbs with, like, one of your meals as opposed to having them with all of your meals. Yeah. And she was like, if you could just have carbs for one meal, then you'll be fine. And I was like, oh, I never even thought about that, you know? Yeah, that was the thing, Bread too. bowls from Panera all day during Ugh, lunch. No, thanks. No. What? <laughs> no. I don't like the fact that you're soaking the bread with soup. Okay. No. Okay. Anybody, you must well just dip I'm it in milk. For a new co-host. <laughs> also, something my grandma did is she was like, t- like take like a piece of white bread and she would just like dip it in a cup of milk and eat okay, it. That's weird. <laughs> You're doing the same thing with your soup. You're soaking milk it. Milk is whole- not soup. Milk but- is literally like a, a a liquid that comes out of an animal. The <laughs> the the inside of your bowl is just turned into like mush. No thanks. My dog's mad at me. I, she was she wouldn't leave me alone, and I kind of bopped her on the nose a little harder than I wanted to, and she's really mad now. That scene in Scooby Doo. I haven't I seen it. Bopping her on. All right. Ready for the trends? All right. <laughs> <to> go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> we have been going all sorts of every which way. So now that we got all that fun stuff out of the way, we are gonna do this. Stupidity is trending. Trending. Love it. <laughs> Ooh, we start off with a strong one. Go ahead, Garrett. Okay. Tell us what's trending this week. Is <laughs> this one first? <laughs> my cats just like, all my animals made a noise and then just everyone just like left the room. It was very weird. There's a ghost. I don't believe in ghosts. Um, So the very first story that comes up, and I heard this one on the radio yesterday, because why not? I find the weirdest stories. Um... The the title for this one is Man Puts Battery Somewhere It Doesn't Belong. Now, Where, as a, Garrett? Now, as a man, I mean, okay, I can't even say that because there's a lot of places batteries don't belong. It doesn't belong anywhere in your person. If it's anywhere inside of you as a person, the battery's in the wrong place. Um, but the article starts out is a 49-year-old Iranian man is recovering after needing skin graft surgery and being unable to urinate when he stuck a double A battery where it doesn't belong. 
He put it down his urethra. Ouch. You gotta say it like Hank Hill, though. What? You gotta say urethra like Hank Hill. How does he say Ure- that? Ure- urethra? <laughs> Can't do it. Urethra? Diamond? There Bobby? you go. Perfect. He said perfect. <laughs> um, and he left it there for 24 hours. The doctors... <gasps> he left it there for a whole day. The doctors took it out, and he went home. And then all of a sudden, he couldn't pee, and it was burning. And they had to bring him back in and he had severe and progressive scarring to his urethra and it was partially blocking the tube that carries the urine and doctors had to doctors had to go into the man's body through his taint and perform a skin graft on the man's urethra so here's a PSA from your good pal Garrett do not put a battery inside of you ever if you want to explore that area of your body there are tools made for that invest in that start small work your way up if you need to but do not put a battery in there obviously we shouldn't even have to say that so i don't know what this guy was doing (laughs) i i'm upset i hate when people do stupid stuff like this it drives me nuts because no matter how many times you you warn somebody about something there's always some idiot who's like i don't care Yep. That's and there's, why there's always those labels on things. And, yeah. And the weird laws because somebody did it. <laughs> but there's alternatives for things like that that would have been better for this guy. Like a pinky. I don't know. But. Oh my God. <laughs> like I said, there's tools for that. Start small, work your way up. Don't put that anywhere in your body. And that's my little PSA. Well, you know, when we were created as humans, the batteries didn't come included. So maybe he was just thinking that. that- is turned on oh my god all right podcast is over the funniest (laughs) joke has been said it's been a great run frankie i love you to death good luck on your future endeavor as a stand-up comedian (laughs) hope you write about me in the album liner credits um hey the next one is just as good though (laughs) so to follow up with putting a battery in your penis um, Speaking of penis. <laughs> hey, before you say this one, remember when we started this podcast and you were like, I really just want to be, it's got to be PG. It's got to be PG and it's got to be family friendly. And now that I realize that none of my friends or family listen to this, it really doesn't matter. Plus, this is also, yeah. this story is actually, between this one and the last one, it's actually in the news. And it's not like we're being super gross about it. So there is that. Um. Uh, on Fox Sports, this happened during the Olympics. A Finnish skier suffers a frozen penis during event at the Beijing Olympics. Uh, Remy Lindholm of twenty, he was twenty-four of Finland, spent over an hour traversing the shortened the shortened men's fifty-kilometer mass start free race in brutal temperatures and howling winds, causing his penis to become frozen. I wonder what temperatures it actually was. I'm very curious because oh, it doesn't say. Wait, where were they at? They were in uh, Beijing. That's right. Duh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was born today. y'all. <laughs> Lindholm noted it was the second time his penis became frozen during a cross-country skiing race. Now, I had a child who walked home from school one day and she didn't have gloves on and she ended up getting frostbite on her hands. And then I, after that happened, we were told that now that that happened, her hands are more prone to frostbite 
because of that happening. So maybe... Oh, no. Does that mean this guy's penis is more prone to it, you think? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Is he already had it one time. Maybe that was, like, the, the one that tipped it over. And now anytime it gets any kind of cold, it's like, well, we got to freeze now. Man. <laughs> oh, no. This is my favorite quote from the article. After the race, Lindholm said he needed a heat pack to thaw out his downstairs appendage. Downstairs appendage. So poor guy. Hopefully he will give the guy a medal. You right? know, give him some. Yeah, yeah, because he ended up like finishing twenty eighth or something. Yeah, twenty yeah. eighth in the sixty skier event. So that's pretty good, but not worth it for freezing your dick. Not worth the frozen ween, which right? is what we're calling this Frozen one. ween. All right. right. <laughs> the next one uh, is a movie announcement that came from Netflix. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, you know, we I'm not going to really get into him too much this time around. Uh, he's in a new movie called The Atom Project. Uh, it arrives on Netflix on March 11th, so in 10 measly days from now. Uh, it's got Ryan Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo, and some other person. Uh, it's about a time-traveling pilot who teams up with his younger self and his late father to come to terms with his past while saving the future. Sounds like a very interesting movie. Interesting. Plus, like it's, that. plus it's Ryan Reynolds, and he's just a doll and everything. Um, he really is. I'm not the biggest fan of uh time travel type movies if they try to yeah. take themselves very serious like a movie like back to the future where it's just like ah, oh, we travel through time that's fine but movies like uh even something the like harry ones. yeah even something like harry potter where they use a little necklace and went back in time oh, stuff yeah. like that bothers me because time travel makes absolute zero sense and you can't be serious about it did you ever see Looper with Bruce Willis? That one was interesting. I have not seen that one. I've heard it's good. I have not seen yeah, that one, know. though. I don't think you'd like it just based on your opinion about time travel. <laughs> I don't know. I have hard opinions about stuff, but I also enjoy dumb things, so maybe it'll be fine. That's true. Yeah. Well, check it out, y'all, if you're yeah. looking to see Ryan Reynolds for an hour and a half. I'll watch him all day. Um, <laughs> And then the last one. And I'm excited for this, even though I haven't seen the second movie yet. Uh, they just released the trailer for the new Fantastic Beasts movie. Are you a fan of these movies at all, Frankie? Yeah, I've seen the first one like a dozen times, but I don't know why I haven't seen the second one like you said. I love the first one. Yeah, that... It gets a lot of, I feel like it gets a lot of bad rap though, you know? Yeah, I enjoyed the first one too. And I'm not entirely sure exactly how they turned this into a movie because if I remember right, the book that it's based off of was not necessarily like an actual book. It was more just like a guide of all the different creatures that are in the world of Harry Potter. So I don't know how they turned that right. into a movie, but I mean, I liked all the, the cast was great in it. Um, and it was very fun to watch. It was a good little twist and everything. And yeah, I don't know why I've been waiting so long to watch the second one, but I'll have to fire that Maybe one we up. we can watch together. <laughs> Here we go. We'll just keep adding to the list of movies that we say we're going to watch together and we never do. <laughs> well, that's true. It's because you needed to go to bed 23 minutes ago. I know. 
So there you go. So those are the ones that I came up with. Should be some fun ones. And uh, Frankie, what do you have? Oh, you know, I, I come in last, always. So mine is Euphoria, the TV show, which is all over Twitter and TikTok, and it's trending. Hashtag trending. <laughs> Euphoria is a show on HBO, if you haven't heard of it. Welcome to 2022. Right. And it has Zendaya in it. I know I always say her name wrong, so don't correct me. It also has a few other cool people, but basically the show is about like high schoolers and they have a lot of sex and they do like a shit ton of drugs. Just like but my experience in high school. Absolutely. Do you remember that? <laughs> I It was such a blur of sex and drugs. I don't remember at all. Yeah, I know. My nose still hurts when I think about it. Anyways, this show has been going on for about, I want to say like a year and a half. Zendaya does do an amazing job in the show and she takes on such a critical and hard and disturbing role. Mm -hmm. And I just think that she does a beautiful job at it. The other characters are like, fine. I really watch it for her. Anyways, season two's finale was this past Sunday, which would be February 27th. And um, apparently everybody's all mad on the internet because there were a lot of like things that didn't wrap up, like a bunch of stories and plot twists and all these things. And they're like, wait, hold on this. Like this didn't get solved. But uh, season two, season three will probably be coming out in like 2024. So everybody's like mad because they have to wait a year and a half for it. A year and a half for it. Well, Anyways, that's Euphoria. <laughs> back in my day, we didn't get to binge shows. We had to watch them week by week. Right? <laughs> Remember when that was like an actual thing? Yes, I do. I, I do like, appreciate. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I had a friend in high school and she would always watch lost in it i think it was like on monday nights or something mm -hmm. so like we could never do anything on monday nights because she'd be like gotta watch lost <laughs> <laughs> that was that was like, me okay. with the office like the office was my really? event like it was like oh i think it was thursday thursday night on nbc it was like the office and 30 rock and it was just like this is my tv time well the thing about tv back then is it didn't get spoiled as much as it does now another thing that people are really mad about with the euphoria is that night everything got spoiled on the internet, you know? Same with movies. You were mad about movies about a month ago. I know. It's it's, it's nuts that, like, a show will happen. Like, so, for instance, the, and I was going to mention this, like, Disney Plus with their with their Star Wars stuff, the Boba Fett and Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. And mm -hmm. all the Marvel stuff. Those were every week you got a new episode. And I actually liked that. It gave me something to look forward to. And it wasn't just all at once. Where you're just like, you don't feel pressured to finish it right away. Um, but even like, like the, the, one of the episodes of Boba Fett, within hours of that episode posting, like in the morning, I was checking my phone and there was an article on my little Google, like pop up that's like, here's your news articles for today. It had a picture of one of the characters that wasn't introduced until that episode. It's like, do you guys at, whatever stupid website you are that I blocked because I got tired of seeing it. Do you guys need to just have this many clicks? You can't just wait Jeez, 24 right? hours before the episode's out. You have to do it within four. <laughs> Drives Absolutely. me nuts. So if you're one of those writers on those articles, eat shit. <laughs> Drink some Keurig. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. so that was Euphoria. <laughs> So be patient, everybody. The show's coming out. You can watch all the old episodes and maybe you miss something, a plot hole that wasn't wrapped up or whatever. And just be patient because they're going to get to it. It's not canceled. You're going to get your your 
your holes closed. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so the next one that I found is honestly this is kind of weird but it's from buzzfeed it says we checked in on the couples from love is blind and i've been kind of seeing the love is blind hashtag everywhere um i've never watched the show but i have heard of it have you watched it or heard of it garrett no anything that has to deal with with like dating shows i avoid them like my life depends on it yeah it's never seen it before but here's the synopsis it's basically it's on netflix netflix does it it's called love is blind and it features 30 men and women who are attempting to like forge these deep connections and they have like 10 days to do it but there's a catch they can only talk to each other they can't see each other so it's all about like building that personal connection without seeing the person and judging them based upon their look that's why it's called love is blind I realize that I'm talking with a lisp, and I'm sorry, guys. My mouth hurts like hell. Anyways, this article just talks about how um, they're kind of checking up, checking up on all the the relationships of the the first season. And some of the people, dude, are like actually still together. There's this really cute couple. They're like Cameron and Lauren, and they um, are still together after like four years, and they're engaged, and they wow. chill. Isn't that crazy? Like, I think that's kind of interesting. But yeah, love is blind. I just thought it would be a good hashtag yeah. for a good trend. It's it's definitely an interesting premise for a show. But yeah, I mean, I just just coming strictly off of my thoughts on that. As far as like a relationship goes, yes, you should definitely connect with someone as far as like on an emotional level and your likes and dislikes and have a little bit of opposites and a lot of sames. And that way you guys can bond over those things, but then also have something different in your life because you don't want to like date a copy of yourself who likes everything you do because how boring would that be? But I also feel like there's got to be some level of, of, just like physical attraction too like oh, is yeah absolutely because you could be the best person for me ever and then let's just say like we finally get that reveal and i don't i don't know what these people look like i refuse to look but if all of a sudden like they pull up the curtain and there's you know 17 chin hairs and quasimodo's there I will say, because it's a Netflix show, and this is really kind of awful for me to say, they're good-looking people. <laughs> There's sure. not one person on here that's bad-looking. So, you know so what I mean? yeah, and see, and that's where the show fails, because what if all of a sudden you have someone who is, you know, not the standard of, attract- of attractive on there, and what if they're, like, one of the greatest people, and then all of a sudden they get revealed, and they're like, oh, I don't want to be with this person because they're not hot. They're not hot to me. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems like yeah. it's like they kind of took the easy way with it. We're like, like, oh, you don't get to see this person, but it looks like Jennifer Aniston. So it's OK. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I haven't seen it and I, I refuse. But, you know, people no, like yeah, all this stuff. I they eat it up. <laughs> More power to you. If you want to keep watching trash TV, they're making money. You do it. You yeah, do you, true. dude. Sometimes trash TV is good when you're feeling sad. So that's love is blind. So my next trend, which is my last trend, which is probably my favorite, is uncut jobs. Uncut jobs. I don't know what that is. Sorry, go ahead, Garrett. I want you to say it. Let everybody hear. Uncut jobs. Uncut jobs. 
Um, God, this is so bad. I feel bad talking about it, but Julia Fox, which is now Kanye's ex, but at the time was dating Kanye, she did this interview and she was asking, or the interviewer asked her, Julia Fox, if she was Kanye's muse. And she answers, and she's like, well, I was Josh Safdie's muse in Uncut Jams, which I guess Josh Safdie is the director for that movie, and she's in that movie. That's the only movie that I know her from, by the way. Okay. And basically, the internet took the way that she said this phrase and just hounded her for it for the past week and a half. It's on TikTok. It's on Twitter. It's everywhere. People are making fun of it. The poor girl, she just can't even, like, get a break. Um, it's if if you haven't seen the video, you need to go find it. Uh, maybe if we can find it, we'll link it because it's insane. Yeah. Because you you listen to her talk to this interviewer, and she's talking normally. And then when she gets to that point, her whole poise like just changes. She just like shifts and she sits very straight. And she's like, "Well, I was Josh Safdie's muse at Uncut Jams." Like she just Uncut. the whole the whole thing just changes when she gets into that part. Yeah, you have to see it. And yeah, TikTok, it's it's going crazy on TikTok. So just yeah, Um, my favorite thing is I saw this one woman on TikTok and she was confused about the way that like why people are making fun of her. And she actually has a really good point in that she's saying like Julia Fox is from California and most people over there do kind of talk like that when they have that like status. You know what I mean? She probably just thought she was talking normal. Yeah, that that valley girl yeah exactly that's what she said thing. that she's yeah. just talking valley girl yeah. you know <laughs> yeah i mean it's, it was i understood that too because like like when she said that and i heard it i'm like oh she's like i just assumed she was from that area but it's still yeah. just very funny the way that that she said it and just people just run anytime they have just like a little smidgen of something being pronounced wrong or looked at wrong or whatever they will just beat that horse to death and pass that just keep going yeah also, her and Kanye are not together anymore, so I guess she was not her muse. His I, muse. I see the clips I've seen didn't have that part, so I literally had no idea that she was even with Kanye because I also try to avoid him because because <laughs> of with him this all year. the he reasons. Just like, oh God. I think the funniest thing, <laughs> the, one of the funniest things to me was like when he put on Twitter that, um. Oh my gosh, Kid Cudi was not going to be on Donda 2. Oh yeah, because he's friends with Because he's friends with Pete, Pete Davidson. Yeah. And and Kid Cudi is the sweet. I feel like he's just the nicest guy in <laughs> He really the is. music industry. Like he just looks so down to earth. Between him and Snoop Dogg, like could you get any more chill? Right? Yeah. And And he's just like, "Ugh." <laughs> Kid Cudi just responded. He's like, "I don't even want to be on your album, you dinosaur." There you go. Jeez. Love it. Nice. Anyways, do cool. you want to go over all of the trends for our next story? Yes. Yeah, so for next week, the second part of our Honey Badger police story, whatever we end up calling it. <laughs> Honey Badger Don't Give an F Part 2. <laughs> literally typing that as you were saying. Perfect. Amazing. Uh, so for those topics, we have battery figure we keep that simple uh frozen ween adam project fantastic beasts euphoria love is blind and uncut jams 
glad you said it like that. <laughs> I, you just <laughs> have count. to. You just have to now. So, we will be back. Now, here, here's the thing. is I'm not sure exactly how the next episode is going to go because Frankie may or may not be on the next one because she's going to be on vacation because her personal life is more important than the show. Um, so she either might wait till she comes back or we may have a guest because I have some people who were interested, but I have not reached out to any of them yet. So we'll see what happens. I'm excited. Maybe if- I'll find a new co-host in Maine. <laughs> love you i'm gonna shut up love you i need too. to take some pain meds actually um, that's why i'd be saying this stuff yeah kate well let's go ahead and wrap this up then and then we'll get you out of here because i gotta go to sleep too because i'm so tired um if you want to find out exactly what's going to happen with the show while frankie's gone uh make sure you follow us oh my gosh what you pyro um follow us on all the social medias we are on twitter and facebook and tiktok and instagram all at ever trending pod give us a follow give us a like and we'll take care of you well, your friends i know you got them yeah we're very interactive on twitter so have fun with us there i, I love twitter twitter's my my uncut jams um twitter's my muse <laughs> yeah <laughs> um if you like the show please give us a rating and a review on itunes and good pods hey good pods guess what I'm sorry that I was mean on my tweet yesterday about not getting recognized, but I appreciate you verifying me on good pods. I have a check mark next to my name. I feel so important now. Oh, Frankie, you died. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I still here? Yep, you are. (laughs) I said, that's awesome. My bad. (laughs) Oh, that's fine. Um, so yeah, we, I love good pods. That's where I listen to all my shows. So if you want to find out what I'm listening to, follow me on good pods. I review and rate every episode of every show I listen to and it's all good stuff. So, so check us out there. We're there. We're on iTunes or literally everywhere. You can download a podcast, find us there and share us. And yeah, until trending pod. Yish. Until. We meet again, friends. Take care. Um, Take care and don't put a battery in your ween. Don't put a battery in your ween. Um, And to all those in in Ukraine dealing with all that stuff, I mean, it's tough and I can't relate at all, but our, uh, you know, we're thinking about you and stay strong and hopefully Russia will back off because they're a bunch of doo-doo heads. So, all right. All right, good night. Good night, everybody. Love you. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up to the minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved. Putin's a doodle head.